0: Welcome in to the Soren Sports Podcast. I am your host, Braden, And as always, I am joined by the pineapple from down south, the king of the ocean. Well, maybe. We'll see. The king of the chicken barbecue. Now, well, we could keep going with these fun nicknames. But we got Alan Pena, also known on this podcast, as Pineapple. And, you know, I... Uh, you know... I like to have some fun every now and then. I'm trying something new today. Yeah,
1: that, that's true. It's always good to try something new, spice it up, and give variety to, to the show, which is it's, it's always great to, to hear that, really.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to talk some baseball today. It was opening day yesterday. Many of you have listened to our MLB season preview at this point. So we're just going to give some quick thoughts as to uh, well essentially what happened yesterday kind of give a quick recap and a uh, quick few announcements and yeah so as mentioned I am Braden or 22 Coladas and we have Alan Pina or Pineapple depending on your persuasion <laughs> <laughs> you know this is all from a certain point of view you know so uh, yeah let's get right into some announcements here today Alan uh, starting off uh, this is going to be the first podcast. We're also going to publish on our YouTube channel. We're going to set that up here today. We're going to have a YouTube channel where you can see our lovely faces. Uh, we they're they're going to be pre-recorded episodes, as you know, the same as uh, our podcast feed. Uh, so yeah, if you don't, if you want to watch the videos, see what we look like, see what we got going on in the background, what we do as we record, you know. That is more than fine. We're looking into maybe possibly start doing live recordings along with other things. We got a lot in store for you guys. Uh, and we got, Alan, do you want to announce the next couple of series we got coming up or do you want yes. me to?
1: Um, one of the series that we're going to start <clears throat> is we're going to talk about historic rivalries. And these rivalries are going to bring into perspective the, the impact that it's had for teams and communities and also talk about why, why these what these rivalries bring out of not just the players but also the fans. So we will talk a lot of rivalries that will occur and the sports that we cover. Uh, just sit tight, and we're gonna have a lot of fun talking rivalries and also with us going to YouTube. That will give a great opportunity for you guys to to chime in on your on your memories in regards to the rivalries that we will talk about in, in, in this podcast.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, was writing a paper the other day for a class. And in the paper, I gave an analogy about the Red Sox and the Yankees and rivalry and how as fans. We can be close-minded about certain things. Um, But yeah. And so it kind of, it served as the inspiration for what this series is going to turn out to be. So we're going to start off with, uh, you know, Football, uh, soccer rivalries. Uh, We haven't quite decided which one we're going to start off with, maybe in Barcelona and Madrid. Uh, We're not entirely sure yet, but we're going to start off with the soccer rivalries that are more worldwide. And then just because this is kind of getting to the lull in a lot of the sports seasons we covered, I mean, baseball is just getting started, so there's not going to be much stuff to talk about baseball wise. Um, NHL trade trade deadline's coming up next week. That's or a couple weeks from now. That's also going to be covered by us. We're um, going to hear quite a bit from us, but it's really kind of like uh, the downswing in a lot of the sports we cover. Basketball is kind of just winding down to the playoffs. Of course, we'll do an, playoff previews for both NBA and NHL um, as those seasons regular seasons wrap up. So this is kind of the lull in sports where there's not a whole lot to talk about game that we cover here on this more broader league, uh, well, broader league podcast that we do. Uh, yeah. We're looking into maybe doing specific league podcasts soon. Um, we are trying to become a net media network. So we're trying to get that started and um, just to kind of give you guys mm-hmm. an in-depth look at what we're trying to do. Um, another thing, That we're happy to announce is while it might not have been the most popular uh, series that we have done here on Pineapple 22 Media Store and Sports, uh, it was fun for us to do. And so we're going to bring it back and make it a bit better, do things a bit differently. And that is the first international player in each of the leagues we've covered. If you recall, we have covered the NBA with all these players um, and international sport and the international leagues of basketball as well. Um, I mean, we did Sabonis and Ardas and Yao Ming, you know, some of these more well-known basketball players. And if you haven't actually listened to those episodes, go back and listen to them. Uh, they're great episodes, very informative, very impactful as well as we discuss these players as who, who they were, their life. As well as just the impact they had on the game that we can see even now, you know, and that's kind of why we're doing the series and we're bringing it back. Uh, we're going to kick it off with uh, the NHL and we're going to kick it off with uh, the league that I'm very or a league that we're familiar with the NHL. And we're going to talk about let me look up his name real quick. I always forget him, his name, <laughs> but it's it's essentially the first Swedish player in the NHL
1: yeah uh, absolutely and and we'll have more of these back um there there're going to be stories that you never heard of or stories that you have heard of but it's like a different element and that's what we're going to bring here in Soren Sports and really it will give an opportunity to reflect on on these on these heroes that that have created a a path for many others to follow and in today's world,
0: mm hmm. And that we're going to talk about Ulf Sterner. Um, he was the first Swedish player in the NHL, his impact and legacy, and just what that's brought to the NHL. So, as Alan mentioned, we're going to, it's going to be fun to go through these stories once again as kind of there's the lull in the four seasons or four leagues we talk about. Um, but yeah, so we're still going to cover the news and everything that happens, but yeah, we're excited to bring these series back for you guys. Um, we trying to return to our roots in a little bit or for, for a little bit as well. And, uh, yeah, so we're, those are just a few announcements we got. Uh, again, we have the merch store, um, links will are in our social media pages. All you got to do is go there and, you know, get those, t-shirts or hats or whatever you want to get that has stuff we say here from us so here on this podcast um it's the best way to support us as well as we've launched our patreon uh we're going to be on youtube so just keep an eye out for this new stuff we got coming you guys that are here on the podcast are going to be the first to know about it so yeah let's let's get right into the baseball Alan, baseball is, has a very special connection to me it's uh i don't know what's how to describe it but it's something that Uh, just it makes you happy to see baseball back with fans in the stands. Mm -hmm. Um, America, America's national pastime, is back with fans supporting their team. And Alan, I don't know where you want to start, but I kind of want to start with one of the last few games of the day with Oakland Astros. Okay. Um, just because I was watching that game as I was writing a paper, this the paper that gave the inspiration for our next series. As well as just other homework that I had going on that night. And uh, it was interesting for me because not only I, in a way I had moved on from the Astros treating, cheating scandal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but a lot of MLB fans probably haven't. And especially Oakland fans who were directly affected by that scandal. Um, not being able to win the division because of that for the past, who knows how long, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh they, uh, the Oakland fans they let the, the Astros hear it. Um, Altuve and Correa got very heavy booing all night when they ever they would step up to the plate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and when Carlos Correa got a hit by pitch, uh, the crowd actually cheered. And that's the first time in the long time I've been watching baseball, I've actually seen that happen.
1: Yeah, I do agree with you with that
0: and uh, yeah, so let's kinda talk about that like why do why is this happening why is this you know still why are we why are a lot of fans not moving
1: on you think Alan um just look at the punishment that's to me the the coup de gras the the straw that are that makes fans even players mad from the other teams it's just the punishment it was basically like it's like they basically for their punishment was okay i'm just going to pinch them that's it there's no like we're going to take away picks we're going to we're going to take away something it's like they didn't lose nothing it was just mostly uh no big deal we're just going to we're just going to suspend the gm and the managers and whoever was responsible and the players they get all the they're not going to get in trouble. They're going to get immunity. And that's what it came down to. Just as simple as that. The punishment was like, un- it was just nothing. It was just nothing. And I, I do believe that is why the fans are still mad, just because of the punishment that they got. Do I believe it should have been harsher? It should have. But I don't know what what in the world the commissioner were thinking and, what, and who and what other people, whoever did the investigation, um, thought this was a good idea to punish them lightly.
0: Yeah, um, and I think that's just a major problem that all sports leagues have been dealing with lately is the punishments to things have been very uh, lackluster. Um, We're not seeing the responses that we probably should to certain things like this in particular. Um, so it's, and it's very discouraging when you see, when you learn that about just how much this has impacted people, um, with the, with careers getting impacted and possibly ending because of this, uh, you know, and just among other things, uh, we've, you know, like just, if you guys want to learn more about it, just go read the athletic Ken Rosenthal article. Uh, there's a John Boy breakdown of it. Uh, there's a Foolish Baseball bits on it. You know, there's just the information's out there. Um, we're not going to go too much further into this, mostly just because it's been talked about to death. But here's what I want to ask you, Alan: Do you think the boos and the, you know, the cheers for negative things that happen towards the Mets are actually affecting the team for the positive because they kind of they themselves have moved past it because i don't know if you saw the score last night on the game was a blowout uh the Astros ended up whopping the o- oakland A's. but um i'll look up the score real quick because i don't remember it off the top of my head i want to say it was eight one yeah eight one mm. so uh i i think it had the reverse effect of what fans wanted to have happened
1: and i do understand that i think houston um they know this is – and I'm just saying this is my opinion. I hope others do agree is that if not, then that's okay. It's not the end of the world. But I think this is the last uh hurrah for the Astros because after this season, pretty much half the team will be gone. Pretty much. So I think they are – they want to play with a chip on their shoulder, like saying, oh, you can pull us all you want, hit us all you want. So – but – we're still going to be the top dog in the division and we're not going anywhere. So I think this is like, you mentioned it, like they will, they're going to just take it and be like, okay, that's how you feel about us. That's fine. We're going to go show you. And it has been a history where, where teams, not obviously that didn't cheat like, or did something like this, but that they were like, just because of who they are, they get booed a lot and all and at times tackled hard or fouled hard that it's just one of those, okay, that's what you think of us. Like, that's fine. There's no hard feelings. We're still going to go kick your butts. So I truly do believe like for the Astros, this is, they want to, if they're going to go out, they're going to go out on their own terms. And that's, that's what, who they, that's who they are. And that's their identity that I have really I'll say this, like what they did was unacceptable, but the identity that they've created in the past years, they have shown that we're not, this will not bring us down. It's only going to motivate us.
0: Agreed. And I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. Um, Overall, Alan, I think I still have the ace winning the division, uh, but I think, the Astros are going to be highly motivated this year. So. Oh,
1: they will. Like I mentioned, this is the last straw. It is. This is the last straw. This is the the last hurrah where we're probably going to see the Astros compete how they compete. So, And they got time to figure out the whole George Springer situation. Who's going to be the leadoff? So that is something to keep an eye on. And can they do it? Uh, they can. But we're going to find out. We, we're truly going to find out. And And really, um, may the booing tour begin, (laughs) pretty much. May it begin, and these players better be also mentally ready. And I know they are, but to be hit a lot, because that's what's going to happen. Especially, again, because the Dodgers are coming to Houston again. And do you know what's going to happen there? So um, this is going to be something they're going to have to be ready for like they got be stronger not just physically but mentally because they know they're going to get hit a lot and they cannot react crazy because if they do then it pretty much gives me the message that they're they're too weak and Houston with the Astros they've built a tough mindset and I think they can do it it's just they got to be prepared for it be mentally tough and and just go with it cuz that's what they're going to get and and I don't know what else to say about this but just be mentally tough that's it
0: no i definitely agree with that i mean uh yeah like and um, and astro's fans out there like you can't really ask fans or the players even because I don't think the players have fully gotten over it. Um, but, like, you can't really ask them just yet to move on um, and forget all about it. Um, we understand what that championship meant for you as a town of Houston, um, with everything that was going on in Houston back in 2017. So we, we get that part. And that championship will forever be yours. We're not trying to take that away from you. But you got to understand that this affects – a lot of people who follow the game of baseball and it's turned away a lot of people from baseball too because of this and you got to understand that until the fans feel they've given their two cents on this matter at games in person this won't go away until hopefully next year if you're an astros fan granted i don't think this ever will go away but like i think the booing and everything might die down by next yeah.
1: year i think the only way It will go away as if there's another team that decides, oh, let's let's go ahead and steal signs the way the Astros did. Because basically those teams are going to think, oh, the Astros got the punishment. Well, guess what? We can get that punishment. It won't be a big deal. But I think baseball should learn their lesson. Like, okay, we cannot hand out a punishment like this on that magnitude ever again. And... This is where also the league has to learn like this was the punishment, it didn't work, so we gotta like hammer the, like hammer it and go f- and, uh, and go hard. So I truly do believe this is also about the league making, making that adjustment.
0: No, I definitely agree with that. And you know, Alan, I didn't think we're gonna to get too much into the cheating scandal here in the first segment of our podcast, but like Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is it, I, it really think... turned out that way, and I think it needed to be said because like fans are back in the stands, which is awesome. We're yeah. finally towards the tail end of this uh pandemic, and guys just you, you got we still have to be smart, we still have to be safe. Um I think overall, Alan, between the two of us when sports came back, I was a little more conservative than you were. You were like, let's bring them back, you know? And I was like, as long as things are safe and we're good, that's okay. So I think that's probably still the case for the two of us. Like it's awesome. Fans are back, but we got to be safe. We got to do things the right way. Um, mm. um, you may be thinking the same way as I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but like, I just kind of how our reactions were, you know, a year ago around this time, like it, uh, it seems, I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of how we're still thinking.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. Like it's, it's one of those, like, yeah, we're a little bit moving towards normalcy, but also it's like, like still take your precautions and all and, and go from there. But I think really the fans being back is going to bring a lot of uh, what's it called um awareness to their feelings on, on the show. So mm. keep an eye on that a lot of stadiums are going to be wild, especially those teams that were affected. So, so that's really, I think the big thing now, like fans reaction. And like you mentioned, it won't go away till next year or unless another team decides to take that route, having the mindset of we're just going to get punished lightly. No big deal.
0: Mm Mhm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's time we move on from this game in particular um, in this topic. So we're kind of so we'll go into segment two here. um, And that's just give our general reactions for the rest of the day. Uh, Alan, before we go into that, and I I, this is kind of how I wanted the first segment to go. But, you know, sometimes things plans change because things you want to talk about come up differently (laughs) and subjects come up. Uh and I wanted to get your thoughts on the Oakland game and that just kind of came first. But uh so when opening day comes back, opening day every year, what is what goes through your mind? How do you feel? Like what emotions does opening day have just one for of those,
1: you? okay. I'll get to sit on my couch and want and just have a good time, really. That's all it comes down to. Um the years um now, from from being a college student, married, and all, it's like okay, I'm just gonna sit down, like make sure everything's taken care of, so I can go watch several games. It's like one of those days where you just want to watch baseball for one day, and <laughs> and go from there. And really, uh, the good thing about baseball, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And pretty much like if with all other things going on, there'll be days where it's like, okay, you want to watch a movie, go out. And that's, that's perfect. Cause it's, that's the great thing about life in general, but it's like, you know what? Oh, there's a baseball game. There's a baseball game. Like you're not going to get cheated any other way, especially if you watch it on, if you hear it on the radio and I've had experiences watching it, hearing it on the radio with, uh, when Vince Scully called Dodger games. So, it's it's pretty much like where you could just sit out in the back patio, backyard, wherever, or driving in the car while doing groceries and just listen to the game. And I think that's that's what I like about baseball. It gives you that sense of I can just relax, talk, watch the game. But also, like, if you're watching it in person, it's like you could talk about other things. You know, you could talk about school, movies. Uh, you could talk about um at times work, but I wouldn't do that uh, or talk about just joking around and still have a great time watching the game. It's the only sport, in my opinion, that gives you that comfort level and and really, I've had friends telling me that, that they've never seen a baseball game until one, one time they went to see the Rockies and they said, oh, I had a lot of fun because I got to relax. I got to not worry about um, okay, am I missing anything? So so that is the great about opening day and watching baseball just for that occasion. Cause it just lifts a burden off of you. It just makes you relax and be like, okay, like baseball's back. Let's, let's just have a good time.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it signals a time of, of good times. It's like good times are finally back, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, summer's here, you know, like, I don't know like it's just summer's finally here you know like and everything great feelings are had in summer fun's had in summer and i think like you were getting that on uh, baseball might be the only sport out there where you can feel you feel like you can bring your family to a game and not worry about the environment that you're exposing the little kids to because yeah. i'm like like everywhere like you get your drunk rowdy kit people um your rude people like you just get that everywhere but like at a baseball game, you don't notice it as much because it's family friendly and it's there to, it's just there, like you're saying, you know, like you can be there and you can talk about the weather, the game, uh, family life, whatever you want to talk about. Like, you know, it's a great day. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, because, like, it's a good environment and it's for, Friend, family friendly it's safe environment uh but also like it's three hours three plus hours long and like if you know it's just a great way to sit down talk to the date you know see how their what their thoughts are who they are it's like a great first date almost and i think yeah. you're telling me that a long time ago like baseball is the best first date ever
1: yeah, I, yeah, that is true. I never looked at it that way until I saw research on that. But yeah, baseball, it's, it's very versatile in what and how you want to, like, approach the day. And it really is. And really, um, it just gives you, like, it's one of those sports that you just, like, okay, like, you can, you can even sleep through a baseball game. Like, and I've you won't you miss anything. I've probably done that twice So I know it's, I know it's like sleep, but it's just one of those, like it makes you just sleep, relax. And then you just hear a, a boom on the bat. Then it's like, okay. And that is like, then you can see what happened. And that, that's what baseball does. It's like one of those, like, okay, I'm going to slow down. And then all of a sudden, bam. So that, that's just the great thing about baseball.
0: Yeah, like, you know, like there's been times that when you just you hear that crack. I was trying to find a clip for you, for us, but I couldn't find it. Um, But yeah, so like you hear that like loud whack and you see the fans rise. You hear the loud cheers. You see the ball go over the fence, home run. There's no other feeling in sports that it can – that gives that same feeling of a home run, Mm -hmm. base hit, great double play, hell, even a triple play. Like, you don't see that very often. So, like, there's no – the emotions that baseball evokes is just unreal. And Mm -hmm. you go through all of them in in six months. And, you know, like – while there's not going to be a whole lot of optimism for my Rockies this year, uh, they did beat the Dodgers yesterday, Alan. That's just one
1: game. That's just one game. So I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not like, Oh my, I can't believe it. I can't believe the Dodgers lost to the Rockies. I can't (laughs) believe it. It's over. No, no way. I'm sure there's some
0: fans out there that are saying that, but you that? no, I'm sure there's some fans out there.
1: Well th- those fans should not say anything on that. It's just it's just one game. Relax. I was like, okay, they beat us, It's, it's one game, no big deal, you know. Now if it was game one sixty three and and it's wild card, then okay, we'll have a different conversation. But still, it don't be like, Oh, we're about to lose. Uh I don't know what to do. Like, we're in a World Series hangover. What is this? No, it's no big deal. Like one game out of what, 161, 162, 161 to go. (laughs) It's, it's no big deal. Like, happy that you beat us, but I'm like, whatever. Um, we still have a lot of baseball to go. And, and there's still a, a lot of work to do. And that's the great thing about baseball. They don't care who you are. Baseball is one of those sports, like, doesn't matter who you are. You have to start from scratch and, and you got time for it. You do. There's time.
0: Oh yeah. And like I think, you know, it, it just was like a ray of sunshine in Rocky's Rock's Nation after the Nolan Arenada trade that like, hey, we won a game. We won the first game of the year. Like that that was just a small ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. And whether or not it stays that way, that's up for debate. We all know how I feel about that. It's not gonna happen this year. But Like, it was nice to kind of see, hey, the kids did something, you know, like. Yeah. And uh, it was just – it was kind of nice, you know. And, Alan, I agree with you. It's one game out of 162. Like, it's not going to matter much in the end. But, like, I didn't get excited because I was like, hey, we just beat the Dodgers. Like, that's awesome. Like, I didn't get excited, but it it was just – or optimistic about the season. But it's just like Mm – Well, that was cool, you know, like, first game home in front of the fans, opening day, you won the game. Cool. It's not going to happen very often. So, yeah, so that was kind of fun. But, yeah, like, Dodgers fans, don't panic. It's just a game. Yeah. Like, you got 162. You're going to beat the Rocks later on in the year. Like, it don't matter. (laughs)
1: Yeah, In fact, some much. of the I highlights know, I watched I...
0: yesterday from commercials and whatnot were multiple highlights of the Dodgers beating down the Rockies. So,
1: Yeah, I know. But, yeah, I'm not worried. I think nobody um, for Dodger, Na- and Dodger Nation should not worry. It's just one game. We got a lot to go. We can still – there's still a lot of work to do, and that's a great thing, as I mentioned, about baseball. You got time to do work, but make sure you do it. Cause if you don't do the work, it's gonna come back and, and bite you, and it'll be too late. So go work it, and there's still plenty of time to turn it around. There's still plenty of time. One loss does not mean the end of the world. No, it's okay. Let's go to let's go to work, and go kick butt. That's it. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, it it it's one game, and some teams they got the a great start to the season Uh, other teams not so much uh the yankees lost yesterday to uh my blue jays i'm going to claim the blue jays this year just for the fun of it (laughs) (laughs) i uh i picked them to win the world series i think i should at least follow them this year
1: (laughs) well you better follow them like you pick them you better follow them because i I, i'm still holding you to that i'm i still am so um i know I know. So we'll see what happens, but I I would say um, they didn't impress me without George Springer. I thought they were that is a huge loss in the beginning. Hopefully his injury is not serious; he come back in no time. But uh, we'll keep an eye on on them, see what what they do. Because I I was intrigued by them. I'm still not picking them. I'm, I was just intrigued.
0: Yeah, and. It's an off day for the series right now, for whatever reason. Um, they're not playing again till Saturday, but uh, yeah, it's it was interesting to see.
1: Yeah, I do agree with that.
0: So uh, you know, Orioles Red Sox they got postponed yesterday. I don't, I didn't hear anything as to why. It's uh, the rain. Yeah, weather in Boston is tricky sometimes. Yeah, bo-
1: yeah, right now that's what it is in Boston every year, as I've, what I've been told. So, uh, but it'll be back in no time. Um, I'm actually playing, playing right now. So, Oh, okay. That's good. That's good.
0: Orioles are up to nothing top bottom of the six. So, mm-hmm. uh, the opening series between Mets and nationals has been postponed. Alan, you and I were looking forward to that series. Uh, yep,
1: absolutely.
0: I'm sure Buster only of ESPN was looking forward to that. He was going to be broadcasting the game in DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I followed him on, a. His podcast, Baseball Tonight. So he was talking. sounded really excited about that all week.
1: Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> uh,
0: the Mariners are kind of like my Rockies. They always seem to start. Usually, we'll start the season off really hot, and then they trickle off. Uh, same thing happened yesterday. I think. I think we saw a lot of good progress from the rookies and the the young guys at the Mariners beating the Giants seven eight, or eight seven uh, after ten innings. But, uh, but yeah, I think we're going to – obviously, it's the Giants, and you and I aren't very high on the Giants this year. Yeah. But, like, so it's a good win. Get some confidence in you, Mariners. Um, but I don't expect them to have a lot of wins this year. Alan, what about you?
1: Uh, I feel the same. I don't know what else to say about the Mariners. Like, they're going to be a team that they do well, and then once it gets down to the clutch seasons – of August and September, then they become the typical Mariners. So I don't know what else to say on that.
0: Maybe they'll surprise us this year.
1: Probably. We'll see. Hopefully, if they do, all right. If not, then we, yeah, didn't surprise us either.
0: Uh, Angels beat the White Sox yesterday for nothing or 4 three. Sorry. Misread the score. I saw the zero of a different score. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's an exciting score for uh, Angels fans, I think. Mm-hmm. Some of the takeaways I have from that is there's some hope for Angels fans this year. Like you, you beat one of the best teams in all of just baseball right now in the White Sox, and you got the save. So, like, I think while you let up, you gave up three runs. Um, there's some good takeaways to, from that. Well, Angels their
1: pitching here. has to give them hope. That is it, because we know the bats. They can score runs. They can, no doubt about it. But it's gonna be the pitching, cause later on they're gonna have games where instead of being four three, it's gonna be like one zero, and they their pitching has to has to come up. So pretty much, I would keep an eye on the Angels if they make a trade deadline for a quality starting pitcher. I would I would do that if you want to get to the postseason. And watch Mike Trout in the postseason perform. So pitching has to give them hope. If not, then they're gonna end up where they always end up, looking outside.
0: Yeah. So uh, I I agree to that. There's there's some hope, but you gotta have better pitching. Um, obviously you can't let up three rounds every day because your your lineup's gonna have off days. So your pitching's gotta be better. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how it pans out, but I I still think the Angels make the playoffs this year. Um. But we'll have to wait and see. Braves beat the Marlins yesterday. That's not really much of a surprise. The Marlins look good. They're they're not you know the best team or best versions mm-hmm. of themselves. And the Marlins have always had a bit of a slow start in their to the season every year. The Braves beat them. Braves.
1: Oh, race. Okay. I thought we talked about the Braves. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll see what the race will look like because uh, they, they do love, they lost their starting pitcher and Blake Snell. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say to say about that, that matchup. It, it's, yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Um, Rangers, Royals, bit of a bad pitching game. Uh both teams set up five rounds in the in the first. Pretty much,
1: yeah. Pretty but, much uh, part of it in the radio.
0: But yeah, the Royals come out 14-10. I think the Royals lineup's better than you and I had originally thought. Um, I do
1: believe so. Yeah, just having a bat like Andrew Benatendi, like it makes your lineup pretty confident. Like, okay, we can get some hits. So and um, hit they did. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much they did. So uh, they just gotta fix their pitching situation, but um, Kansas City is one of those teams that I think if they can keep this up, they can they can do something. But as of right now, um, we have to wait and see if there's some consistency, especially with some their pitching. So, so we have to see what Kansas City does later on.
0: Agree. Uh Cardinals, Reds, 11 6 Cardinals lineup just hits, man. They mash baseballs. Uh yeah, they were led by Goldschmidt and Arenado. Um, I don't got much to say about the game, really.
1: Yeah, me neither. We just mentioned that the Cardinals, they're all they're to me the San Antonio Spurs, I would say of Major League Baseball. Cause like every year they're not talked about for World Series contenders, yet they're always in the World Series or just about a game or two away from the World Series. Always, like, and that's why I think like the Cardinals—they're—they're they're not a team to mess with, and and I think they're—they're gonna—they're gonna get get it through. So I don't know what else to say about this game, really.
0: No, there's not much to say other than that Arenado's. Given his defensive talents to a contender this year. So, yeah, absolutely. uh, Padres beat the Diamondbacks 8 7. That was a close game back to back. It felt like um, San Diego or Arizona had a good rally in the fifth inning, scoring six runs, but uh, it didn't seem to be enough. Uh, Padres came back and scored two more in the next subsequent innings. So, yeah uh Pirates beat the Cubs. Uh 5-3. Uh well, I don't think the Pirates are going to win very many series. I think losing to the Pirates in the first game of the year it's got to be a big uh loss of confidence if you're a Cubs fan. Uh, a little player.
1: bit, but I, I think look, they're under a new manager in uh and what's this uh and Ross and they're they're gonna figure it out. They're the Cubs. Um, they they will adjust. Like they'll they figure it out. Do I have it making the playoffs? No, but they're gonna they're gonna find a way through it. They will.
0: Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm actually, sure they
1: will. no. Ross, I think it's in the second second year. My yeah, dad, it's his
0: second year. It's first yeah, year. Yeah, it's the second
1: year. So it, it'll take time, but knowing he, how he did his first year he's going to still bring a lot of optimism to the players he's played for that organization. He knows what it's like. So like, they're, they're going to be good. I have no doubt about that.
0: Mm-hmm. I, uh, I agree. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, Tigers beat Cleveland. Uh, not much really there is to say about it other than, uh, the uh, that uh, Miguel Cabrera, I think he's back to his old uh, mashing baseballs
1: ways, and uh... that could be a start. That could be a start. Just one swing, and the opener can bring a lot of confidence. Hopefully, Miguel can bring can be back to his old self. Uh, doesn't mean oh he's gonna hit it for a triple crown, but at least start hitting where he's becoming one of those elite hitters. And, and all of baseball, because when he does well, I have I feel that the game does well. So like Miguel Cabrera, the more he hits, the more he cr- he creates runs, then it makes it makes the game watchable. And because he is one guy that every time I watch him bat, it's like I don't want to miss anything. So that's the, that's great. For, for Miguel, and that's great for for baseball to see him back, back again. Yeah,
0: I mean he's lost quite a bit of weight in between the past two years, and I think that's going to be to his benefit. Uh, he's uh, on. I think as he wraps the end of his season, uh, it's going to be. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, it will be. Absolutely.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, the rest of the games aren't really too noteworthy, Alan. Uh, Yankees beat – lost to the Blue Jays 3-2 in uh, the 10th inning. Blue Jays come and score, and Aaron Judge commented he felt like he left his team down. Um, I didn't watch the game, so I don't – because I was at work. Alan, do you have any details on that?
1: Uh, I didn't hear about that. I do get – him saying that. Um, but look, you, there's still a lot of time uh, for a lot of these teams to that we picked to get themselves back on track. And yeah. I think what I did learn about that game is like, okay, I think these two are going to go at it for the division. Mm-hmm. And, I told you. Well, yeah, obviously. I, <laughs> I'm right about that. But I think they're going to go for the division. But... I still give the edge to the Yankees. Um they like to me the Yankees they're like one of those uh you do have talent. I don't know what's going on with you so take advantage of it and run with it. You you got time. You got time. You got you better start winning. But I do I that's what I learned pretty much. Those two are going to go at it for the division. So um I will keep an eye on, uh, on as well. So there's still time. There's still time. It's just one game and just move forward. There's no there's no way to rephrase it. Really? No, there's
0: not. I just find it funny that I'm like, hey, I told you, and you're like, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, well. Because the George Springer thing, along with several other key players, cons- was a concern. I'm like, are uh, you sure Brandon are gonna go with the blue jays? Are you sure?
0: Well, injuries happen to every team and the Yankees have experienced tons of injuries in the past two years. Um, injuries are inevitable in baseball. It's six months mm-hmm. long. Uh, the George Springer thing is a minor oblique, grade two strain, not super okay. terrible. Um, they're expecting him to return next week even. Um, but uh, the blow to Kirby Yates was a big loss, but uh, he – because he's getting tommy john but like the pitching of the blue jays is still phenomenal in a lot of ways um they weren't too bad and giving up on the two runs but from the monster yankee lineup that's impressive so
1: yeah it was it was impressive
0: so uh yeah twins brewer there's a lot of games that went to extra innings um, I don't like the runner on second base in the 10th inning. I think give me an inning or two, just more extra innings like regular baseball and then go to the cal- the California Rolls, I think is what it's called, where you have the runner on second base. Like i like it, but I just want another inning or two of just regular baseball because like extra inning offs, they just don't have the same feeling anymore. Now, granted, I did watch one yesterday and it was fantastic and I loved it. But uh, I don't know. I so my jury's still out on the whole ex- run around second base rule. I so. think to
1: me it's just simple. Like, okay, like you have a runner on second. If you're on on bat, get him home. And for the pitcher, the defense, it's like, okay, not let him advance. Period. Get the routes. That's the key. Pretty much. Like, it's like you got to make your stand. So I think to me, um, I love it. I. I enjoy it, and it's just one of those, okay, you got to bring in an extra innings. It's not like, oh, extra innings. Okay, I'm going to relax for a bit. There's no one. There's someone on second. You better – even if they would put someone on first, it's like, okay, I better – See, ask. I
0: think I'd enjoy a yeah. runner on first a bit more because um, it makes it a bit harder and makes, make, might make it go a bit longer. But, like, that being said, I still think the rule is a great rule and it helps the game. Um, I don't know. Like, while the walk-off yesterday was fan- phenomenal and fantastic to see, like, uh, the one I was watching was Gene Segura hits a walk-off single and, like, scores Bryce Harper in from third base. And while, like, the emotions motions run high, you know, I, I kind of like the Phillies. Like, I'm in the closet Phillies fan maybe. <laughs> uh Partially just because I really like Bryce Harper. Um, he's a great guy and a great baseball player. Um, I know a lot. Of, that's not a popular take with a lot of baseball fans out there. But, like, the guy's a good player. Like, come on. Like, he's matured a lot over the years. And cause you got to remember when he first came to baseball, he was 19 years old. You know, like, not everyone's the be- like yeah. most mature guy at 19 years old. Not <laughs> yeah, pretty but, much. But, like, you know, Gene Segura walks it off base base hit down the middle uh, against the shift even. I mean, and uh, gets that run in right in it. Like I cheered, I was ecstatic, you know, like what Phillies win, Phillies win, let that bell ring. <clears throat> Excuse me. But like, I don't know for some something for me about it just felt off like, but uh, maybe, maybe it's just cause I haven't seen a whole lot of games with it in yet um so uh when we do it our next uh baseball game or not baseball game when we do our next baseball episode um we'll check in with my thoughts on that um i think that's something that i have to see a bit more of
1: yeah that's fair enough um just just watch them i think it gives i've seen a lot of those games where you have someone on second in extra innings so it's just like you get to see more of it in action so the more you see, then the better you'll you'll come to understand the why. And if you still keep that want to still say, "Oh, it still sucks," then all right, that's that's your that's that's your mindset. And we're not gonna dispute that. Not even one single iota. Not one single bit.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, I think it's a great rule, and it's good for the game. Um, I just think personally, as of right now, I just haven't seen it enough to make a full-on decision on whether or not i like it or not Mm -hmm. um and i think it's one of those rules where you either like it or you don't but Mm. right now i'm in the middle just because i haven't really watched a whole lot of baseball with it in it like last year in the playoffs it wasn't in there and i watched a lot of playoff baseball last year yeah so like so extra innings from last i saw baseball was last year's playoffs and i think in the playoffs it goes back to that still i haven't seen anything saying california rules in the playoffs yet Mm mm-hmm but until then, you know, like it is what it is. But I think it's a great rule, and it it can help forward the game. Um, but we have to wait and see. Personally, for me, so yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: But uh, yeah, let's uh. I guess let's kind of we're winding down here, Alan. Let's go into our uh, final segment here. Anything else you just want to talk about?
1: No, just pretty much. Like day one of baseball has been great we mentioned fans are back in some limited capacity uh, just one team with full capacity but still like it's great to see fans back I think we're going to keep seeing that little by little and by hopefully next year um, things settle down that it's like everyone welcome back the ballpark so it's just we're just getting started of a marathon and and really just just enjoy just enjoy the ride and and once in a while catch a baseball game like you never know what you're gonna get and it's one of those where you can just relax sit back and just enjoy a great game a great opportunity to even especially join Enjoy the weather, wherever you are, even if it's cold, just to really enjoy the opportunity to listen to a baseball game. Like there's, there's no price for that. A bit, one single bit. So just, just enjoy the ride. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, this has just kind of come across the wire as we're recording, uh, MLB has moved the all-star game away from Atlanta. Um, yeah. They're playing some politics here since Georgia's made a change in their voting rules. I don't know about too much about it. I just know this has happened. Um, and I guess the Braves has said that the team is very disappointed in baseball's decision to move the all-star game. Um, Alan, you got any thoughts on that? I mean, this is the, just happening now. so.
1: Yeah, I know. I just saw that. Um, I do get the decision. i um, um, I I wish there could have been better ways of handling it. I'll look at it forward. I'll, I'll look into it again. Well, I only saw it briefly, but I'll look into it in in detail. But I wish this could have this could have handled could have been handled better. This could have been handled under more uh, better circumstances. But it is what it is. And I don't have full thought reaction to this. But I, as I mentioned, I'll read it again and. And that way we'll, we'll just hit brief thoughts on it next time. But other than that should have been handled better, better circumstances, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Like I don't got too many thoughts on it just cause I don't know what's going on fully. All I know is, and um, we don't like to talk politics on this podcast, but uh, all I know is Georgia's made a change in voting rules and MLB didn't like it. And so this is a retaliation against the state of Georgia. I guess
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, yeah. Uh, yeah so we'll have to wait and see learn more about it give our full thoughts on this another time absolutely so uh but yeah um yeah so uh sounds like we're kind of winded down here alan uh you have one more announcement i know you want to make oh uh, which one uh what we uh, had something happen recently and it's finally been published. Why don't you announce it yourself since you wrote it?
1: Oh, thank you, thank you for <laughs> reminding me. Yeah, well, a um, couple weeks ago, um, I, we were reached by a, a company um, called, and correct me if I'm wrong, Braden. Uh, Stadium Gear and Apparel, is that correct?
0: I believe so, yeah. I believe uh, it's called My Stadium Gear and Apparel. Let me, oh, uh, thank you, Mike. I will double check that real quick. Okay, Let me open so- the email.
1: As Brandon is checking it out, uh, I had the opportunity, we've had the opportunity to write a blog. And we talked about college basketball from an international perspective. And I basically wrote about about that and mentioning Gonzaga, which in their past history for the past 15 years, or actually, I would say for the past 20 years, They've always featured an international, multiple international players on the team. I talked about how watching them will, like, does bring a lot of, a lot of interest to, to recruiting international players and also the impact that they make on, on the team. So check it out. It's uh, it's on mystadiumgearandapparel.com.
0: Uh, just mystadiumgear.com. Okay, thank uh, you. We'll have the saying. link in our uh episode description and notes. Uh,
1: yeah. So guys, check it out. You're going to love it. Um I also have another article about uh, NBA International MVP concerning two of the two two of the top MVP players are international on Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. So check it out as well. It should be coming out Give it Hopefully a few weeks. Soon. Pretty soon. We'll so will it
0: here when it does.
1: But we will announce it. Yes, thank you. We will announce it when it comes out and check it out. Give it a read. Uh, share your thoughts on it. And, and really, this is great having to write because it gives an opportunity to know more about how mm-hmm. we feel about these topics, how we feel about mm-hmm. uh, sports hitting the international market and the impact that it does. So check out those articles and and really put it into perspective of what what impact can players from outside the u.s can do yeah and around the world
0: yeah um i'll on today's second of april um i'm gonna yeah. work on a post on our social media about it um if anyone's aso- associated with my stadium gear or gear is listening to this particular episode we just want to say thank you for this opportunity um, it's, yeah. Thank you. It it really means a lot to us that you'd reach out and ask us to do this for you. Um, it just means a lot to us, so uh, thanks for for this opportunity. Yeah, and a grateful. shout
1: out to you guys. That you guys are have been great in letting letting us write, and we'll be truly honored to do it again. And really, like you guys, you do great stuff. I I've seen some of your your gears, some of the other blogs that it really makes me think about about sports in general. So shout out to you guys, keep it up. And you just, you guys are amazing. Yeah.
0: Can, can said it better myself, Alan, uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up for today. Uh, quick update for Orioles fans that might be tuning in. You guys are top the eighth beat in the Boston Red Sox two zero, uh, congratulations if this score holds out by the time this is published, you'll know for sure. Uh, But yeah, it looks like Orioles beat the Red Sox in their opening day matchup. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so we'll end it here. Everybody. Thanks for the support you guys gave us last month. It really means a lot to us. Uh, You guys kind of blew us up. We saw the most growth we've ever seen on our Mm -hmm. podcast last month. And that's, That just really is exciting for us. Let's try and keep going this month. Let's keep that positive momentum going. Tell your friends and family about us. You know, share us with your friends. And next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about, uh, well, a soccer rivalry. We haven't figured out which one yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but stay tuned.
0: Stay Stay tuned. tuned. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you
1: later. All right. Till next time, buddies.